This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. All right, let's talk about protecting agricultural land in B.C. now. Everybody is in support of protecting farmland in this province. We've got some of the toughest laws in Canada to do that through the Agricultural Land Commission. But does it sometimes go too far? The Abbotsford Women's Centre has been told they must move their operations. Why? Because it's located on protected agricultural land. Let's check in now with Angie Appenheimer. She oversees women's programs at the Centre. Hi, Angie. Hi there, Mike. Thanks a lot for coming on. First of all, let's talk about the work you guys do there at the Abbotsford Women's Centre. What do you guys do there? How long have you been operating? Well, we have been on that particular property for over five years. Um, in Abbotsford, we've been around since 2003. We are part of a, a worldwide network of addiction recovery centres um, in 125 countries and over 1,400 centres. Okay, so you specialize in, in helping women who are, uh, have addiction issues, right? Yes, we do. Yes, we are a 12-month addiction recovery and restoration program um, with a holistic uh, focus. Okay. How did the Agricultural Land Commission get involved here? Well, what we did is we were in the process of registering with the Assisted Living Registry. And um, as part of that process, we had to acquire a business license um, in and amongst the many different steps you have to do. For that, And so when we got to the city and we had said, hey, we need a business license, which then took us to the planning department, which then, you know, took us to the ALR. And that's where the buck stopped because we were on ALR land. Okay. How did it come about that uh, you had a women's center operating on agricultural land? How did that happen? Well, we had actually been in a different residence um, on a, in a different area of Abbotsford, and we had encountered a mudslide at that time and were relocated. And we went looking for land and were advised by various various people and different networks of people um, to check out this property on Gleaners land, which um, we actually lease from them, the Fraser Valley Gleaners. And so they had had supportive recovery as part of their designation years back. And I suppose at some point there was some, you know, gray area around, you know, it being potentially allowed. Everybody knew that it was there. It wasn't that we were keeping it in the dark, but somehow um, it, you know, that fell through the cracks. And so, um, as I said, everyone was aware that we were there, but um, the actual, you know, checking of the of, of the actual black and white of whether we were allowed or not was the okay. question. Okay, so you now have been informed by the Agricultural Land Commission that you have to move, correct? Yes, yes. And they've given you two years to do that? They have. I mean, they, you know, they acknowledge the worth of our organization in the community. They know that we do, you know, a great work in terms of, you know, the housing crisis, the drug epidemic crisis. Right. Uh, they know that, that piece as well. And so they have given us uh, the two years as well as um, a waiving of any bylaw infractions um, in order to move. Okay, well, I guess that's good, but they're still forcing you to move, which I think is, is unfortunate. How, how many, um, you're a residential facility, right? Like the women you're helping there, they live in residence there, right? Yes, they do. Yeah. How, many, how many beds do you operate there? So we have a capacity for nine uh, women to attend the program, and then we have one staff person that is there 24-7. 
Um, and so it's a resident capacity of 10. Okay, well, I think that's really important that the, these facilities are uh, operate, and those those type of services, I think, are precious, especially at, at this time with the opioid crisis, like like you mentioned. Um, I'm just wondering if you guys could have argued at the Agricultural Land Commission that, okay, well, obviously you guys are not a farm, but as I understand the program that you have for the women and residents there, don't they do some gardening or they learn some uh, some agricultural skills there? Yes, absolutely. And the Agricultural Land Commission, they had come to do a site visit as part of their process. And so they were able to tour the property and tour the facility. And um, so we have two points of view on this. One is that, first of all, the land that is there, um, part of it is heavily treated. Part of it is not the best soil. Part of it, you know, has existing um, occupation in the United States. And so we're not even able to use that piece of the property in the States. And then, of course, there's the gravel areas and the concrete and whatnot that's already there. And so I, so I, guess, I guess what would end up happening is that they would have to literally rip out all of those things in order to make it a viable agricultural piece of land. And really the whole area in question is three acres of which we don't have the full access to the three acres. Um, the other piece, of course, and we had talked to them about it, is that we do use the garden as part of our, um, you know, agri-food agri- um, use in the sense of women learning how to garden, learning how to gain skills, yeah. uh, you know, therapy, garden therapy, essentially. And so that was something that was definitely talked about Um at the time when they came to do the visit, we had a garden in the States, which we said, you know, we can't do that anymore because we have women that are not allowed to be in the States due to their, you know, criminal records. And so we uh, planned to move the garden to the Canadian side, which they had said um, that was not a sufficient enough proposal to, to be considered. Wow. So that's disappointing because it is a really big part of what we do. Um, it is a huge part of their therapy. It's a huge part of their life skills. And, you know, when they go home, they can learn how to take care of their family. They can learn what sustainable gardening looks like. And so it's not, you know, I don't know, what's the definition of farming? I know that now in our modern culture, we are able to farm a whole lot on a very small plot of land. And so can we not embellish micro living, you know, as part of, as part of that definition? Yeah. Okay. I think I think it's an interesting argument, but sir, I guess obviously did not go over with the uh, agricultural land commission. Do, do you think, Angie? Like I said off the top, nobody's uh, against preserving farmland in British Columbia. Do you think, though, that in this case it's kind of gone too far? I mean, shouldn't there be kind of a reasonable test put on some of these cases to say, look, I mean, the services that you guys are providing there are just precious in this community. Maybe give the center a break. Yeah, that, that thought has crossed our mind, to be <laughs> honest. I mean, you're talking about displacing, uh, you know, those people and all the future people. It's not just about these 10 residents. It's about, you know, it's about the waiting list. It's about yeah. the, the need in the community and the ones that are still in need of, of help. And so, um, yeah, we had our thought around this is, you know, there's, there's probably about, I think, 500 cases of, you know, in the agricultural land reserve of cases that they have to look at. And so why start with us? Why start yeah. with, I guess they have to start somewhere, but why even consider an organization that is really trying to do the best use of the land and 
you know, other societies need. My thought is imagine, imagine if the Agricultural Land Commission could use, you know, give back a portion of the land, 10%, 5%, whatever you want to call it, to reclaim lives. Mm-hmm. You know, reclaim the land to reclaim lives, especially if that land is really not top-producing large space. What are you going to do now, Angie? Well, um, we are going to appeal the Agricultural Land okay. Commission and present the case again, um, you know, with sharing the things that I've shared with you. Um, as well, we unfortunately have to look at the same time because if the Agricultural Land Commission takes, you know, a year to get back to us or however long they take, um, we have our program to go forward. We have that waiting list I talked about. And so we are kind of forced to have to look. And, you know, we've gone to the city, we've gone to the mayor, we've, we have a lot of support in our community, which is which we're very grateful for. At the same time, we've been told, you know what, there just isn't hardly anything out there. You're in the middle of a housing crisis. Right. And so yeah, it forces us to look, and I don't know the outcome. Okay. So that is our position. Angie, thanks for telling us this story. Good luck with the appeal, and thank you for coming on. Thanks very much, Mike. All right, that's Angie Appenheimer from the Abbotsford Women's Center.